Yo, yo. Good morning, beautiful people. It is, fix that mic. It is Thursday, August 19th, 2021. Appreciate y'all joining us. We were not going to go live. AB's doing some stuff out of Howard, out of his um, soul stumping grounds. Uh, I've been out in L.A. for the last few days. Oh, some big business going on out there. But uh, enjoy that L.A. It's been a minute since I've uh, been out there, man. A little different city, you know, post-corona. But um, cool, cool vibes. Um, a B-Day shout-out. Nicholas Riley Popovich. Happy B-Day, man. So that's for a B-Day shout-out. Happy birthday, man. It's a blessing. 24. His Kobe year. Oh, yeah. But um, L.A., man, L.A. was cool. Um, so I'll be riding solo. I don't know if you heard that yet, but I'll be riding solo today. But L.A. was cool, man. I got to experience my first Dodgers game. Y'all know a big baseball guy. Big, big baseball guy. But, um, yeah, man, a lot of uh, a lot of good things going on in sports. Obviously, we got a pre uh, week two preseason. We got the Eagles and the Patriots. If you guys were tapped in, uh, might have been last episode towards the end. I mean, they be talked about our first preseason game experience, and um, that was actually mine. I was on the Patriots and we played the Eagles for my first uh, preseason action. So um, it's gonna be good when they had joint practices all week. I know a bunch of people probably saw that Jalen Rager catch and one on ones. Um, I couldn't imagine living in this. Uh, you know, and I was playing, you know, as my years went on, social media got bigger and bigger. But now it's like you're seeing all these practice highlights and and things, one-on-one reps. And when you're in there, you know, working on your one-on-one, that's when you're working on techniques, working on things that you don't mind getting beat on because you're trying to get better. And now everybody has these instant reactions and instant uh, analysts from your uh, practice reps and things. So um, it's crazy. But, uh <laughs> So y'all, hey, y'all, come on. You can't be asking those questions on here, man. I see, I see what you're asking. But I tell you what, you guys know I, I'm a proponent of, you know, using the flower to do what the flower is supposed to do. And uh, the flower is different out there in Cali. <laughs> different. But, uh, yeah, so that Eagles-Patriots game tonight. Let me see what uh, – what uh what tone got in here today but um what else we gonna talk about i checked that um that draymond green kevin durant interview out on bleach report that was i thought was a a really really dope uh interview talking about you know the things that were going on obviously with that team kd's decisions a lot of kd's things off the court you know how he is on twitter how he is with the media uh why all these different things, man. Dope, dope interview kind of conducted by Dre, but obviously you could tell teammates just having um having real dialogue, real conversation. He asks all the questions that you know everybody wanna ask. Um, obviously gonna talk about preseason football and what and you know, just leading up to this season, man. I'm, I'm I don't know about y'all, but I'm really excited about this season, really gonna embrace it as a a fan first and foremost. And then you know this sports media journey i'm on it only get busier and bigger and 
um, more fun. I'll be able to interact with you guys more and more. Talk more about the game, everything. DB will be back soon. They finally got my game pass up and cracking again. Going to be working with some different brands around the league in some different areas, but uh, it's going to be fun. So <sighs> I haven't talked to you guys yet about my man. Moment of silence for my man. Timmy Tebow, man. As you guys know, you probably remember, I had high hopes. You know, everybody was ripping them, ripping Urban for bringing them in. Say, hey, man, there's no way in hell this dude that took eight years. I won't say took eight years off, but wasn't able to play for eight years. Went try baseball. Former quarterback came back, switched his position to a tight end. I couldn't bet against the guy, man. I couldn't bet against the guy. I couldn't bet against Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer, okay? I got caught up. I got caught up in the mix, all right? Players mess up too, right? That's what they say. And um, I thought I thought, I thought, thought he had a chance. I thought he had a chance. Um, I was on Pat's show talking about it. We had Nink on there, Rob Ninkovich, and he was talking about how you know, when he gets in there and it's, and it's time for him to block one of those DNs or linebackers, you're going to see why this is a joke. And that's what it looked like, man. It looked like a damn joke. But uh, they sold jerseys. I'm sure they sold some merch. Got a lot of people. And Urban might be playing chess uh, now that I think about it. He might just be playing chess with us because he's been – he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, hire the, the guy from, uh, from the Hawkeyes. I know I don't say that state from the Hawkeyes, the strength coach. Had to cut him quick. Obviously, you drafted Trevor Lawrence number one. You went and got Travis Etienne um, in the first round as well. And then rumors, reports come out that you're switching him to receiver. He's taking all receiver reps. So we've been talking. You go inside Tebow. We've been talking about the Jags kind of. You know, Urban, he was in that TV media space, so he knows how to keep a story and narrative going. But, you know, we all saw. We all saw. Me and AB talked about it, too. We all saw what it was with with Tebow once that film got on. But, uh, hey, he gave his guy a shot. Privilege, relationships, um, you know, it, in football, in life, in corporate America, it's the same same shit. You know, he got a shot, and um, <laughs> it ended like most people thought it would. But I was wrong. I was wrong. Let's see. Uh, let me tap into some of these comments. What you mean, Javier? It is mixed. That all that eggs, that's just extra caramel. I always get extra caramel drizzle. I should know the order by now. But um let's see. G.I. Joe 317. I figured he'd make it past the first cut. I did too, honestly. But I and honestly, it was kind of what I was talking about earlier with the social media effect, like. You know, whether people say it does or not, that definitely has an impact on some decisions. So um, being that is Tim Tebow and his phantom blocks and all that shit went viral. You know, if that was the regular, you know, the normal 88th man on the roster, you know, nobody would have saw that. He would have just got got aggressive and, you know, tried to, you know, put a point of emphasis on it going forward. Unless it may be a cut or two, but since it is him and everybody saw it, it kind of puts their coach, it kind of puts Urban in a tough spot where it's like, all right, 
you know. Alright, you know. What are we doing here, guys? What are we what, what are we doing here? So yeah, I think it was um where did we go from 90 to 85? Is that what it was? Because I know they just had one big cut last year. And um, you know, when I was playing, it was different. I think it was 90 to 75, and then from 75 to 53 after the last game. So I was definitely shocked. But um <clears throat> what else we got, man? <laughs> if he can be cut, anyone can be cut. Yeah, man, the T-Bow, you know, the circus is over. The circus is over. And, uh, you know, the Jaguars, everybody's excited about these quarterbacks. You know, we saw um, Trevor Lawrence. We saw Justin Fields. saw Zach Wilson. We saw Mac Jones, which we'll see Mac Jones again tonight. Charles saw Trey Lance. And now this is the thing with the Mac Jones, and uh, I'm interested to see the comments as well, see what you guys think. But it seems like to me everybody, you know, every media outlet you turn on, most of them at least are like, hey, you know, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. I I still think Cam's going to be the guy, especially going in. I think Cam has good football, good football in the tank for this year. That's just my opinion. Just my opinion. I think Mac Jones will be a good quarterback in this league. Um, I don't think he's right now the better option for the Patriots. And I can definitely see the Patriots being back, you know, week eight, week nine, being a six and two, seven and one football team. Like, you obviously got the coaching, you got some players back, you got some. Some draft picks. You went, uh, spent some money in free agency. Um, and you got a good play caller with the Josh guy, who I probably never say his name, but you, he's a, he's a good play caller. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if Cam and that Patriots team, you know, you still got Belichick there. Like that's not get, it's not get crazy. But um, we're gonna see Mac Jones again tonight. Uh, probably a little little more extended. You'll see Jalen Hurts. I'm excited about Jalen Hurts. I think. If Dak is banged up, Jalen Hurts could potentially be. I can see Jalen Hurts being the best quarterback in that division. If uh, Dak, you know, I think Dak is clearly the best quarterback in that division. But if he's dealing with this, if this shoulder is a bigger issue than the Cowboys are leading it on to be, which unfortunately I think it is. Uh, maybe I'm just scarred. I got some PTSD from um, Andrew Luck's situation, but. Um, I can see Jalen Hurts being the best quarterback in that division this year um, with Dak being banged up. And with all the reports of the people that are actually at these joint practices, they said that Jalen Hurts looked like the best quarterback on both fields. So I wouldn't be surprised at all, man. Would not be surprised at all. But um, we'll see Mac again tonight. And, you know, I'm sure they'll, in the, as the preseason rolls on, used to be one, two, that third game will be the uh, – Kind of that dress rehearsal game where you kind of game plan. You know, you, you you may draw up some exotic blitzes or some different coverages on third down. Um, it's a little more. You're going to play your starters a little longer. So that's what this game may be for some groups, for some teams. Um, and it depends on the coach, depends on the philosophy. But I do think we'll see a little more of the playbook for the Patriots and Mac Jones in there. Probably a little more up-tempo. 
with him seeing how he operates in their, you know, kind of different tempos because that's what uh, McDaniels wants to do. He wants to change the pace, kind of keep that defense off balance and force the quarterback to see looks, obviously hearing the helmet and make the adjustments. And that's what you want to see young guys do. So if he could do that, you know, I think it is going to be somewhat of a short leash for Cam because he is on a one-year deal. You did just draft a quarterback in the first round. That's just the nature of the business. But um, I think the way Cam is built, and it's the year, because if you don't do it this year, it's looking shaky going forward. So let's see. Yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna remind us. Nah, no, no fist magic hate. No fist magic hate at all. You know, if you if I look at that, if I look at those quarterbacks doing that division, NFC East, you got Dak Prescott, like I said, who would be clear the clear one after Dak. Um, I mean, Daniel Jones has the supporting cast. In, in, in flashes, you've seen him play well, but, I mean, he went like three, four games in a row without a touchdown pass. He turns the ball over a lot. Um, Jalen Hurts was so young last year, got thrown on, got thrown in there at the end of the season. I think he had four stars. He was one and three. You know, I remember that win, that big win against the Saints, which somebody picked last year. Somebody had those on the man-to-man, everything, DB picks. I picked that one. That Eagles started against that tough Saints defense. Yeah, uh-huh. But uh, anyway, yeah, I can see it. So you got Jalen Hurts, you got Danny Daniel Jones, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Dak Prescott. So I can see Jalen Hurts, man. Another year, you got some young receivers there. You got Rager, who's, who I've been hearing is having a good camp and should have a good year. You obviously went and got Devonta Smith out of Alabama, who already has a rapport with um with Hertz. You still got Ertz there, who may be traded at some point. So they're gonna have him out there doing what he does, you know, to keep his trade value what it is. And he's a good player. And then you got Goddard as well. You got Miles Sanders. So you got weapons around Jalen Hurts as well. So um don't be surprised if Hurts is the best quarterback in that division with. Dak dealing with his shoulder injuries. So no fist magic hate. It just, you know, it just is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let me see what else we got, baby. Uh, we talked about that. So, um, you know, I love it. Moving on from quarterbacks. You know I love it when a DB gets paid. Jamal Adams is traded from the Jets for a couple first round picks a, a haul the Jets got a haul for jamal adams um they saw that you know right on the wall didn't want to give him that big bag seahawks traded for him and now has have paid him four years 70 million dollars highest paid safety you know yearly average in the nfl and um Personally, I don't think he is. I wouldn't call him a uh, safety. You know, if you had to put him at a position, I guess you could put an S next to his name. But he's a he's a he's a he's a playmaker, man. He's a weapon. He's just a weapon on defense. He's a football player. Um, I, I think you know it still could be a win for both teams. You know, because Jamal Adams, in my opinion, is the best player on. Um, now you got Bobby Wag still, but after Bobby Wag, Jamal Adams is the best player on that defense. And he is the way he plays the game, he's a tone setter on that defense because you know you're one of the most talented players, one of the highest paid players now. And the way that he plays, he runs to the ball like his like his hair is on fire. 
Uh, he communicates. He's physical. Um, he can affect the pass rush, which, in my opinion, is the most important part of a defense in the NFL. Um, and he's looking at his numbers, looking at the film. He's one of the best DBs I've ever seen get after the passer. And if you pay attention to the Seattle roster, that's something that they, that's an area they, you know, need help on. And when they played the best defense in the league, they had a dominant front four that could get after them with Ben and Avery and those guys. And they don't have that right now. So having 33 up and around that box, how he affects the run game and he affects the pass game by rushing the passer. So no, he may not be, you know, a guy that you can say, go and lock that tight end down um, or I'm going to match you up with, you know, George Kittle for this whole drive and I want you to cover him, you know, get a two-minute stop. I, I don't mind leaving you one-on-one. -on -one. He's not that guy as a safety. But he is a guy that you can say, hey, get on the edge and cause some havoc up there. Hey, it's a situation where, you know, it's going to be they got to run the ball to get a first down. They got to try to get – and we put him up in that box and he makes things happen. And he is a more than serviceable cover guy. I want to make it seem like he just he's just a box guy that can't cover a tight end. That's just not what it would be smart if you're a defensive coordinator to use Jamal Adams in that role. But he is a special player. He is a special talent. And like I said, even more so than what he does physically, you know, on the field, the type of energy that he brings to your locker room, to your defense, the type of presence that he brings, um, you know, you you want to keep that, you want to keep that uh in your, on your team. And you want to keep him obviously happy. And he was um, he took a strong stance in this training camp. And there was some reports coming out like, you know, like it wasn't it wasn't looking good for a deal to get done. But he stayed firm in his stance. He, uh, you know, he went bet on himself like my guy, A.V. Did y'all see that? And make sure y'all bow. He went bet on himself and um, he got that bag for a 70. 17 and a half a year, which makes him the highest paid safety. Him, Justin Simmons, and then you got Buda Baker to round out the top three highest paid safeties. But I like him, man. Let me see what you guys think about that move. Yes, sir. We got this fantasy tonight. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me check real quick and see if we... Because me and AB potentially draft tonight. You scary mother. So uh, me and AB potentially, I'm going to get a couple of my guys, a couple of my friends. He's going to get a couple of his friends. We're going to do a quick little 16 draft. We're going to live stream it, see how that goes, and then we're going to do that with some of you guys as well going forward. So uh, stay tuned. Nah, not like Strode. You got to know who you are, too, when you're betting on yourself. But um, oh yeah, um, you see that post that I posted, John Jay. So they had a post to compare, and this was absolutely wild. To um, to compare the highest paid players by position in two thousand, what was it, two thousand three, compared to now, and it was nuts. But I get to it. I find that another thing. I find that another time. Um, it is a, is it a snake draft? It is a snake draft. And this is my, I'm just getting into the draft, uh, draft fantasy thing. So, um, it's a snake draft and y'all know how happy I am about my first team. So, Woo -hoo! Woo -hoo! 
the people walking the Chiefs are poor mouthing. Is that a New Orleans, New Orleans term? Poor mouthing about a Matthew extension, talking about the salary cap going down last year and this year. Um, Safety is, you know, the value of that safety position was kind of getting messed up, kind of how the running back position was. Like people were not seeing the value. Mm-hmm. Even with John Johnson going from the Rams to the Browns in this free agency, I think he went and got like 11 a year. And, um, you know, obviously great money. But if you're looking at the entire market and where I think as a football guy, John Johnson fits in that safety market, he should be a 15 million a year guy as well. But um, it's a lot of guys that, because it's hard to, you can't just look at stats. You can't just look at box scores or it's hard to really understand the value of a good safety and what it brings to your team. And I, I think Lewis Riddick, you know, when it went after somebody um, this this past week with them basically devaluing the safety position and saying, but like, that is a critical position on the defense. And I wish A.B. was obviously here to talk about it, Glenn, and he, being that he played 14 years at the position. Uh, he'll be back. We actually going to jump on tomorrow, too. Live stream tomorrow, same time. That should be fun. But, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a position that's it's tough to know the value unless you really, really know football. A lot of these decision makers, a lot of these decision makers out here, don't really know football like that. Honestly, truly. I actually had a um a pro personnel guy who told me who, you know, we, we wanted to he wanted to work with me and and kind of learn some of the coverages and things like that. And he was like, honestly, you know, this is like a this is like this is not a necessity for my position. This will make me do my job better, but a lot of people around the league in these positions don't know football like that. So it's it's a weird little disconnect there, but I would keep a guy like Todd Matthew in my locker room. <laughs> yeah. He affects the run game, the pass game, communicates. Quarterback of the defense, I'm keeping him out there. Keeping him out there. Let's see what else we got. Maybe what else we got going on? Sticking in football, sticking in football. But hold on, let me check this. It's blocking me out. Bum bum bum. I can't do that. Can't block my money maker. No better than that. So um, this is probably going to be the norm. Las Vegas Raiders are making it mandatory to show proof of vaccination. To come and watch the Raiders live. And um, this is probably going to be the norm. This is what uh, these companies and businesses are going to do to protect as much. You know, you got to protect the brand, protect the shield. You want to keep people coming through those doors. Uh, you want to limit outbreaks as much as possible. And, um, you know, it's good for everything, um, you know, for, for as far as showing the public that you're trying to do the right thing. He's trying to take all the necessary steps. So I think this, I believe the New York Liberty and the WNBA also has this policy. Maybe that whole Barclays, so Brooklyn Nets included, already has this policy. And I would just assume that at least probably 10 of the teams will probably be doing this by, especially once the vaccine is fully approved by the FDA, which I think is coming probably next month, something I read. It's kind of got fast-tracked. So 
it's kind of going to be the way of the world. I think the way, way of the country, at least for the near, near future. Um, I, and what a lot of people won't accept. And I just believe is the reality is, you know, we're, we are all in this, it's a live science. Um, that's what science is. It's always, it's, it's always evolving and things are changing every day. More research, more information is coming out every day of what's going on and the impact and the effect of the vaccination of the vaccine, should I say? Um, so yeah, I, I see this being a way of society at least for the next couple of years. I don't think COVID is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I read something today that said New York, most seventy five percent of adults in New York City are now at least have the first jab. So. Um, you know, they put in some man, well, kind of mandates recently where you can go into gyms, restaurants, certain places. And I'm sure that you saw a major uptick in vaccines after that. So, um, you know, to each his own, it's been shown to be safe and effective. Um, you know, up to this point, I'm not telling anybody what to do or not to do. But, um, you know, talk to your doctor and do the best thing. Protect yourself and your families. All right, I got a question here. Good question. Hold on. Before I get this question, <clears throat> that that haircut is wow. Shout out to Mark Davis, Al Davis, something is, you know, that haircut is, that haircut's aggressive. That haircut's aggressive. Yeah, that haircut. So I want to know what, what, like, what he said. What does he say when he gets in? Well, he doesn't need to say anything at that point. But like the first time he got it, Mark, I need to know what you. And I've heard some cool shit about, cool things about Mark. But uh, what do you say when you get in that? When you get in the chair, just hit me with that. Yeah, just hit me with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, man. It's, Speaking of billionaires, real quick, though, I don't know if you guys have been following this at all, but uh, I was randomly watching a morning show, CBS, after I dropped the kids off at school today, and um, talking about Mark Zuckerberg was on there talking about the metaverse and how he was showing, you know, it was kind of like an Oculus, but he had um, Gail, Gail was doing the interview, and she was wherever she was, and he was wherever he was, and they put this oculus on what well, looks like oculus and they were like in the meeting like we were all it was like eight of them they're right in the meeting doing a presentation and kind of like you know it looked kind of like the sims and um i, I told my friends kind of midway through this covid thing i'm like bro at some point we're going to be living life like we're in the sims like that's how we're going to go out we're going to go out to dinners that way we're going to go to clubs and parties that way um that's gonna be a way of life we're gonna be fake at the gym together you know really working out in our own garage but we're gonna hey yeah buddy yeah yeah help me on. yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be wild and i saw that today and i'm like damn damn i saw a robot jumping around and shit earlier over this weekend man it's whoo whoo but anyway yeah proof of vax it's not going anywhere what else we got oh Told you I was went to the Dodgers game when I was in LA. Dope experience, super dope experience. Baseball is back. Baseball is in good hands. Um, Otani, Shohei Otani, and um, what was it? A guy from Detroit, Hall of Fame baseball player. 
he actually got caught. I wouldn't even, it was during a live show and he made um, a, a, a racial comment about Otani. He's been suspended. But uh, this dude, man, watching this dude, the things that he that he's done, he's first first of 40, 40 home runs in the MLB. Um, I think most home runs with the Angels for a lefty ever at 40. Um, what else this guy David? Pitched eight innings, <laughs> had one earned run last night, eight strikeouts, and hit a home run in the same game. Like, I mean – 120 strikeouts this year, 2.79 ERA, 40 home runs, 1.011 OPS, and, I, and he's making $3 million this year. I mean, this kid is he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. When I saw what he was doing, you know, I asked a while ago, like, hey, Tone, Tone told me no. Ty told me no. Everybody told me no. Hey, is this the greatest player ever? Is this him? Are we witnessing? I know you guys say other names and other people, but I'm a casual and I'm, I won't. Shit is special, man. Somebody out there telling my, like, what is, you know. Am I tripping right now? Or is this the GOAT? Is this the guy? Yeah, Jack Morris. Jack Morris was 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 the guy. Was his name? And I thought, you know, what he said, what he said, that was not wasn't cool. It wasn't cool at all. And I can see how a old head could think that was okay because it was. Man, listen, growing up when, and I know he's old. He's in his sixties. I'm in my mid thirties. Man, everybody would have been canceled back back. Everybody, I'm talking about. The 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 jokes we heard growing up, the shit we saw on TV and cartoons. This shit is wild, man. I think at some point, some point it'll um uh-oh, uh-oh. You with me now, huh, Tone? I told you I don't get on here throwing these hot takes out for nothing. I told I told when I said it, oh no, he's not even the best player on his team. Oh, Bay Roof. Uh, um, look, man, you got to just accept greatness when you see it. You just, you got to, you got to just understand sometimes you see some shit. Hey, this shit is different. This shit is different. You batting in the middle of the lineup, you're a starting pitcher and you're the fastest dude running the bases. Come on, man. Stop it. Baby, all right, all right. Anyway, speaking of the Yankees, the Yankees are, they're hot right now too since that Rizzo trade. Hot. Go Tiny. Go Tiny. Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, anyway, y'all know I still got to take my break whether AB here or not. And um, on the other side, Let's talk, man. Let's ask a good question. Let's talk football. Football is about to start. Real football. And it's hard for me to get super engaged with the preseason shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I watch it. I see what I need to see. And, okay, cool. But um, 
Yeah, have some good questions for me on the other side, man. I want to talk, man. I want to talk. You be back. See you in a minute. Maybe two. Maybe three. Who knows? I wonder what the over-under is going to be today. Uh, who wants some money, man? Who wants some money? Where is it? I hit over. Did I hit? Hold on. Bop, 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 bop. Bop, 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 bop. Bop, 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 bop. All right, let's get it. What we got, man? Aaron, I don't know what this is about. I don't know if this is ref. Oh, you might have bet. I hope you want some money. What hit? I mean, the over-under is probably, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, we said it too. Oh, come on. Y'all got to put a point. Come on. Y'all know better. We got to put a point five. You got to get the hook. By the hook. So when you hear the term, someone says by the hook, it means by that half point. We're going to be talking and learning more about betting together this season. Matter of fact, that's part of the reason I went out to L.A. was to meet with. There's some exclusive information, guys. Meet with. Sports book. Got some things cooking. Nope, sports book then met with. Man, we got some things cooking. We're gonna learn. We're gonna have make some money this year. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna learn more about the game. If you listen to this show in your workplace, in your church, at the community center, at the 40 and up. Basketball Reckley, which I'll be playing in soon. And I mean, I'm going to be absolutely dominating, guys. I mean, I can't wait till I'm old enough to start playing on those full, those full court courts, but they go like the other way. They don't go like the full length. They go like the horizontal way on the court. Oh, I'm going to be busting them old man ass. But um, everywhere, you listen to this show during the season, man, they're going to be tapping it. Hey, so, um, yeah, what you think about uh, so-and-so? And uh, so I got you. I got you, but who we got, man? Especially my day ones. Let me check these questions out. Hmm. Well, I kind of talked about him earlier, John. We got a question from John J. Jonathan. What second-year player do you expect to have a breakout year? Um, I'll start with the quarterbacks, obviously. I was, you know, probably first or second. I got to say first because I don't know, but, I, you know, on that Justin Herbert train last year. And um, I knew his quarterback coach, Pep Hamilton. And obviously um, during the season, his offensive coordinator, play caller, was, it, was, it was a change there and it got better in the end. But when I watched his film, I saw how many times he had to kind of outplay coaching in a sense, like getting put in a lot of bad situations. Because as a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, you want to keep him in, in good situations with the sticks as far as, hey, win first down. Let's get, you know, second and manageable, you know, second and six, second and five. All right, let's get to a third and three, third and four, third and five, third and six. And watching his film, like a lot of his, a lot of times this dude was in second and nine, second and 11, third and eight. You know, third and 11, you know, and just time and time again, he just stood and delivered and delivered and delivered. 
And then you saw some games where he would just start off. It was multiple games, maybe two games I saw. Where he started off the game, like, I mean, completing like 90% of his passes, like going like hitting his first 12 or his first 11. And that's not easy to do for any quarterback, but especially a rookie quarterback. So um, love Justin Herbert. I can see him taking another step. Uh, obviously won a rookie of the year last year. Um, so people are expecting him to have a breakout year. Um, C.D. Lamb, I think he'll be wide receiver one for Dallas this year. So he had a good year as a rookie. He'll have a breakout year, I, I expect. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think Jalen Hurts and um, Jalen Rager have a have a big year. IU could have a huge year. I mean, it's a lot of young talent, man, um, that I'm excited to to watch this season. Um, Trevon Diggs out there in Dallas, uh, him going into his second year, he got a lot, he was in position or just right out of position. And I know what that feeling is as a corner, but with his talent, his ball skills, he can have a breakout year, his second year too, man. So, um, I'm excited about, about a lot of these young players out here. A lot of these young players. Good question though. What else we got? Boop, 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 boop. Fan, one of the day ones. Do you get nervous around cut day? Um, That depends on who you are. It depends on who you are. So, obviously, you know, you come into camp, you got 90 guys coming in to make a team. And I, in my opinion, I think the coaches and the front office, you know, you got 90, you pretty much know who – Let's say you got a 53-man roster coming into camp. If you got a good roster, especially, the better your roster, probably the more spots that you got. You know, okay, I know it's 40. Let's say on average it's about 46, 47 guys that we know are going to make the team. On a bad roster, maybe it's 40 that we know, and uh, the rest are wild cards. Like it could be guys who make the team who surprise. Um, as undrafted free agents or somebody else from another team gets cut because that's what happens too. You look at another team, you see another team has like, you know, six or seven like NFL caliber wide receivers, but you know they typically only going to hold five or they're only going to hold this amount because this guy, he can play, but he's not a, a, a factor on special teams, so he could potentially hit the waiver wire. So teams plan for picking up good players off waiver-wise as well, but I would say – you know, as a front office, probably about 45, 40-something 40 guys that's going to make the team, and those other eight spots are kind of up for grabs for the other 40 guys in camp. Um, a lot of guys are in camp, and you kind of know they're just there to, you know, be, you know, you just call them fresh legs, you know, having legs out there, fresh legs to save the legs of the players that's going to make your team. But as long as you got opportunity, you're taking that field, you putting that helmet on, you always can get out there, make plays, open some, get on these. Uh, I know a lot of people remember Victor Cruz getting out there on the preseason stage and just taking everybody by storm. So you always have an opportunity to change minds, right? So you just got to be ready for your shot. And even on that team, it may be no way in hell that you're going to make that roster, but you can make a roster. Preseason is about making a team. And when you go up, especially on – these games that's the best part about them they're just glorified practices they don't count but everybody's getting a chance to evaluate you on that level so um take advantage of you so those 
that other half of the roster in training camp, you nervous on cut day. You nervous. Some guys are looking around and like, damn, you know, we're only going to keep, you know, five DBs or five five um, corners or four corners or whatever. And it's like you start, you know, counting numbers and saying this in your head. And guys that typically do that, you're not going to play well. You just got to worry about it's a cliche, but cliches are cliches because they are normally true. So you got to worry about what you can worry about, control what you control. You know, don't count your reps, make your reps count. Like all that shit sounds cliche, but it's true. And um, players get nervous, though. It's a big day. It's, it's, you know, it's a big day. And then after cut day happens, it's a window where you may make that team – you make the final 53 and, like, and then you got another injury on the roster or something else happens. And then they cut you two days after cut day to sign somebody from another roster. So it's definitely shaky though. Definitely shaky cut day, draft day. Sometimes watching what your team does in free agency, you know, you all, it's a, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough business. There's a lot of people knocking at their door trying to get in every day and replace you. And then the people in the front are trying to replace you for a cheaper option. So, I mean, it's uh, it's tough. What else we got? <clears throat> it's a good question, though. Good question. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, somebody asked about ugliest throwback jerseys. Um, who has some ugly-ass throwback jerseys? Damn, I don't know, but Green Bay released some pictures today of, of uh, the throwback jerseys. They're going to be wearing those are fire. I think from the 1950s. Those shits are fire. So it was definitely not them, but they, those br- – I wasn't feeling their brown ones, though. The brown with the blue and the – I wasn't feeling those. I, I, I know it's some uglier ones, though. And I can't think about them right now. But these jerseys, though, when I was in New England, and we used to wear these. Ooh, hey, hey, Dave, do we get excited? Ooh, man, we put these on. Man, absolutely get excited, man. You for sure get excited. Um, you know, it's like anything. Anytime you switch up the norm and what you're doing, you know, you're going to get excited. You know, you're playing a kid's game. So a lot of us, uh, you know, we, you're in there getting dressed. You maybe, you know, practicing your mind. You get some customized cleats. Hey, you know, we're wearing the throwbacks week, whatever. I need something fire for that week. So it's definitely something you look at. Uh, the color rush. I mean, when those, those came out, you know, everybody was going to have a color rush game. Um, so yeah, it's definitely exciting when you, when you switch something up, especially when you feel like the alternates or the old jerseys were more fire than the ones you're currently wearing. I felt like that personally when I played for, uh, New England, um, Indy, it's a pretty classic Jersey, so it doesn't change much. Our color rushes were dope though. You know, they changed the numbers up a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, Players definitely, definitely get excited about those coaches. Coaches, coaches do as well. Um, the Steelers, Bumblebees, the Bumble. Those are those are solid. Those are solid. I want to see the throwback Broncos though. Throwback Broncos, throwback Dolphins. Those throwback Dolphins hard. Oh, those might be my favorite. Throwback Dolphins joints. 
are hard. Hard. The Bucks, the cream sickles, uh, probably now. I didn't like them growing up like that, though. What else we got, baby? What else do we have? We excited about anything else going on? Let me see. Let me see what else we got going on, man. Well, um, until I get to another question, it's your daily reminder. Sign up for Underdog Fantasy, either at under, underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Use code MAN to get your free $25 after your first deposit. Um, it is, I mean, I use it. It's a great way to enhance your experience with watching, um, you know, any of these games. Use it this year with the playoffs, with NBA playoffs. That was my first experience with it. I've used it in some preseason games um football i've used it in mlb so um you know you can pick let me see matter of fact let me see what we have tonight you can do pickums you can do rivals where you can say okay you know this guy is going to have more points than this guy's or this guy is going to have more total bases than that guy on the team so it's a lot of different fun things um that you can do and as you know it's a lot more fun when you're winning so um during the season during the season, I got you. Tonight, what do we have tonight? So tonight, so for instance, tonight on here for the over-unders, Mac Jones, over under 98 and a half passes. I'm, you know, I'm gonna say over. I'm gonna say over. Cam Newton, under over under 4.05 fantasy points. Stay away from that one. Jalen Hurts, over under 7.55 fantasy points. I'm going to go over. I think he plays a little more tonight. But, you know, you can do that. And you got David Fletcher, one and a half bases. Jose Altuve, one and a half bases tonight at Kansas City. So it's a lot of different things you can do on the app. Makes it fun. Go sign up. Use that code, man, most importantly. Okay, we got some over. Okay, y'all giving me. Hold on now. Let me ask you guys about two more. Is Aaron Judge versus Minnesota tonight? Over or under one and a half total bases. And then I got a uh, over. Oh, damn. Alex said under on that one. And then I got Joey Votto, Cincinnati and Miami versus Miami. Over or under his one and a half total bases. Mm. Zach is asking to release the scoring schedule, scoring rules. Um. I'll get that for my people. I got that for you on Monday. I'll take a note of that right now. Right now, I got you. Over for Votto, bet. Ass Gump. It's a good. It's a good. Fake Gump or real Gump? All right. Let's tap in. All right, let's get some more questions, man, before we get... Before we get out of here. FanDuel, um, 941 Boats fan. FanDuel, I mean... I'm not sure what you mean by that question. Do we know what's good with FanDuel? As far as coming to Florida, you ask? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure, but we uh, I know Florida did something with the hard rock, with the Seminoles, so that you can go in there and play sports bets. Um, the online mobile, I think that's coming down the pipe in a couple of years, but 
But um, Gump needs to be. I hope. I hope. I hope Deep Fake or Gump, either one of them will work for me if they confirm. Um, another question right here. Talked about a little bit earlier. Um, first impressions of Mac Jones. Um, he was he was exactly what I thought Mac Jones would be. And um, and you know I got a lot of guys still in in that Patriot organization. And um, they like him. He's a good player. He's a smart player. He prepares um, the moment. The stage isn't too big for him. And when all those things are clicked, you got good coaches, a good locker room around you, you're going to be good. He's going to thrive in that system at some point. Um, So nothing surprised me about what I saw from him. And I think to see, I expect to see a little bit more tonight, especially in the up-tempo things. I want to see I want to see him drive some balls in there. I want to see him throw the ball down the field. Um, those are the things that I want to see from Mac Jones. But right now, he's a good. He's a, he's going to read the field pre-snap. He's going to get the ball out quick, get the ball into the hands of his playmakers, and you know let him make something happen with it. I think Cam right now, if he's healthy and if he's comfortable with the playbook, which I expect him to be, um, he just adds another level, another dynamic level to the offense. That you know what Mac Jones does from the pocket right now, I don't think it compares, but. We'll see. We shall see. But first impression is definitely good. And um, I think, once again, I think Mac Jones will be a good quarterback in that system. What's this? Uh, do the pack, the bong bomber. Do the Pack have to win at least division for Rogers to stay? I mean, I honestly, so the Packers have to win a division for him to stay. I, I think it's at a point where Rogers wants to go in a different direction after this year, regardless of how this year ends. I honestly and truly think even if he wins the Super Bowl, you know, or gets to a Super Bowl and loses, I still think he goes a different direction. I think it's just at that point, and it's one of those situations where they're, like, divorced and really, like, separated, but, like, you know, the kids are, like, in 11th grade. So it's like, hey, you know, we're going to let our kids finish, and then they're going to graduate high school, and then when they go off to college, I'm on the first thing smoking out of here. And I already, you know what I mean? That's, so that's where the Packers and A-Rod are at this year. They got this ride, this last dance. And then after that, the kids graduate high school, baby. We on our next chapter. But um, I'm sure some of y'all probably dealt with that. So that's a soft spot. I apologize. But, you know, that's those are kind of decisions you got to make sometimes as a parent for the greater good. And as I, I would have wanted to ask some of you guys, you know, did you guys appreciate that? But it's kind of personal. But this is the kind of show this is. We love each other. It's a family here, man. It's a family here. <clears throat> Patriots Drive. Another question, Patriots Drive. Okay. Do John o. Smith's and Hunter injuries concern you at all chemistry-wise for Patriots' upcoming season? I mean, yeah, anytime guys are injured, especially new teammates, when you're injured, I don't care what anybody says. Yes, some people get lucky and pick up, you know, and it could just be on point like that if all the players 
aren't those players who actually need reps with each other. But I was the type of player that I wanted. And I wasn't a quarterback and a receiver, but even as a corner or a nickelback or a safety, I wanted reps with my guys. So I knew, you know, in which – because you can talk about it. You can go over clicker and meet room and everything. But until you get into those live situations, either in practice or in real game when the live rounds are firing – I want to know how my guys are going to react. I want to pre-snap. How do we communicate? Do I have to give you the call three times before I know you have it? Or are you a guy where I can just look at you and give you one signal and uh, we know we're on the same page? So anytime people are missing time, especially new teammates who depend on each other, it's a level of concern there. But um, they got some good weapons. So they got some good course. They got some good, uh, good weapons. Yeah, sorry about that, Chelsea. They waited for you. So you graduated, then your youngest sister graduated. So, I, you know, salute salute to your parents, Chelsea. Hope everybody's good. Hope it's, you know, hope it's all love. Hope it's all love. What else? My fault, Michael. Uh, it's not a Patriots show. Somebody asked, somebody else asked the team about, you know, asked a question about their team. Yeah, you know. You know. Oh, we got a crazy person in here. The Lions winning that division, so it doesn't matter. Hey, man, if the Lions win that division, I'm willing to put whatever type of wager on that. Whatever. Oh, bold statement from Zach. Mike Williams and the Chargers will play at a wide receiver one level this year. He has the talent, no doubt about it. And he has a great quarterback and a great receiver that demands attention opposite of him. So I would not be surprised. Kevin Hebert, do I do I think C.D. Lamb will outperform Amari Cooper this year? Ah, uh, the way they I, – I feel like the way they hype him, the way they're gassing, I feel like C.D. Lamb will be – wide receiver one in Dallas this year. So, um, yes. And Amari Cooper is super, super talented, but I can definitely see CD being wide receiver one in Dallas this year. Um, Mr. Scampers, have I ever been to Iceland? No, I have not been to Iceland. I have heard it's beautiful, though. I heard it's gorgeous, actually. Um, wow. Um Another crazy person in here, Javier B. I see the NFL, the NFC East becoming a top division this year. Nah. 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 Nikita Walker, kind of off topic, but I really hope Kevin White makes the Saints roster this year and has a great season. He had some bad breaks to begin his career, and I hope he gets the ball this year. Kevin White, man, he was a tremendous talent coming out of West Virginia. Like you said early on, injuries derailed his career. Um, and he's in one of those situations in New Orleans where you don't have a lot of established dogs in that wide receiver room right now with Michael Thomas being out especially. So he has every opportunity to come in there, stay healthy, number one, which every player tries to do, and carve himself out a nice role. We all know he has the physical ability. 
Now it's about him getting on the same page with one or both of those quarterbacks and being consistent and making plays. So I hope he lands on his feet, stay healthy, and um, we see some of that potential realized. But um, so I'm, I'm with you there, Nikita. I am with you there. Mike, Michael Ward, do the Browns win the AFC North? They will be my betting favorite. They, they will be my betting favorite. I think I also think Baker Mayfield takes a big jump this year. I think his over-under passing yards is set at around 4,000, which is tough because of those backs that he have behind him. But um, Odell back, he, he got some shit to get off his chest this year. Um, Jarvis Landry, who's super underrated, is a dog. Um, he got weapons at the tight So I think I think Baker takes a step this year. Another another year in the system, some more continuity there with his play caller. I think he takes a step this year. I think he takes a step. But um, but yeah, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. And um yeah, we'll be back on Monday. We'll be back on Monday. And I gotta I got something cooking too. I got something cooking up. It's gonna be a fun year this year. It's gonna be a fun year this year uh our order our merch order is in it should be like we should have our store live before the season starts so the man and man merch will be up and popping um we got a couple drafts coming up we got some things cracking man so um we're gonna tap in tomorrow same time we're gonna be talking about this preseason game and more so I uh, appreciate y'all as always, man. You know what to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Remember to sign up at underdogfantasy.com or use the app. Use the code MAN and get that free $25. You out of here, man. Go uh, go tap in with Pat and the boys. Catch y'all on the other side. Go on.